0: Thank you. Welcome to a new feature from the Juicy Podcast. This is our Fireside Chat sponsored by Yardi. They have a flexible workspace technology solution called Yardi Cube with a K. Please check them out at yardicube.co.uk. Again, that's yardicube.co.uk and it's Q with a K. So without further delay, let's get started with our Fireside Chat. So today, I am so excited that in our fireside chat, we have Johnny Rosenblatt, who is the co-founder of
1: SpaceMade. Hi, very (laughs) nice to be here.
0: It's so great to have you all the way from the UK. And, you know, I'm going to ask you the first question I ask everybody because I think it's a proper thing to do. And that's, how are you?
1: Well, that's a really nice way to start. I think it's it's funny, you know. We've spent we've spent a few years now living in a world where actually we're asking people how they are and how they are as people and personally mm-hmm. and how life is. And I think it's a much nicer way to start than than cutting through to business. But I'm very I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Where it's it's kind of winter and COVID seems to be setting in again in the UK as as it is globally. And um, I think the outlook is for the new year initially feels a little kind of bleak but actually i think there's a lot to be positive about to be honest i'm pretty thankful that everyone's well everyone's healthy and business has been okay and 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 my team are kind of progressing and we're doing really good things in the business so to be honest with you, I, I I haven't very much to complain about in, in the grand scheme of things, but it's uh, it's nice to be chatting. How are you?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. You're so sweet. You know, I'm good. I'm good. It's, uh, you know, the week before Christmas here in the US and the Omicron variant is bearing down on us. And, you know, I'm actually, believe it or not, I know this is weird, but I actually think that variant might be good for the world because it's not as fatal. And so it might just spread like wildfire through the world and then we've all got it. And then we've all got the antibodies and then it kind of goes away.
1: I, I think I mean I I don't want to comment as I'm no scientist, but I it, it does seem to be that, that that feels like the right kind of sentiment anyway. Yeah. So we might so- be in for short term we might be in for a rough ride. But right um, but long term hopefully this is hopefully this is the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. And and there would be nice to kind of move back into a world of a little bit more certainty because yeah, I think that's really sure. what we all crave, right?
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's it was a rough year for me. I lost my dad.
1: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah. But, you know, it gives you perspective about what's sure. important in a new sure. and different way. And sadly, for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm a really an adult and I've been an adult for probably 30 years.
1: <laughs> yes. yes.
0: <laughs> but it's it just got real.
1: <laughs> it got real. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah, it's a it's a strange time. It's a really strange time. Really but, I mean, strange. What a what a unique time to be living through, and and frankly, what a unique time to be kind of in business actually, as as we kind of deal with curveballs that, frankly, no other generation has ever had to deal with. So, you know what is is character building. Let's say
0: absolutely, that. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's like you have to remind people all the time. It's like they're like, oh, I'm sad or I'm depressed. It's like, of course you are.
1: <laughs> like, of course.
0: You've just been through the hardest thing. You're probably gonna going to go through in I your know, lifetime know, so like it's okay to not feel okay it's okay to be bummed out it's okay to be frustrated it's okay to want to change your job it's okay to need to decompress it's okay to cry like
1: it's all absolutely okay. oh, absolutely absolutely and I think that's it you know as I kind of said right at the beginning I mean this is like the human emotion of of everyone is is now at the forefront of of kind of every conversation every meeting every mm-hmm. every everything we do and actually you know what if that's one of the long Lasting effects of this kind of disastrous couple of years, then you know maybe that's that's a positive we should all embrace.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think the other one that I'm really thankful for is you know I was a huge advocate early on for mental health, and Mm. it's funny somebody even asked me the other day they're like. Do you suffer from mental health because you're such an advocate for it. And I was like, you know, that's funny. I don't, but literally, almost everybody I know does. And yeah. it's just, it's so come to the forefront. It's so something everybody gets that we need to address, you know? And I actually think, and I know this sounds a little woo woo, but like, I really feel like co working flexible workspace can help with the mental health crisis because so many people are home alone or home. And frustrated and they need a place to go where they feel welcome, comforted, a part of. And our spaces do that.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, just, just for our team and our and and everyone. I think on the basis that I've been able to in the last couple of years, I'm sure we'll come to in a bit more detail, but started a new business. It's really nice starting a business afresh where you kind of have a blank piece of paper. And actually we've put, you know, basically the kind of you know, the mental well-being of our team at the forefront of what we do as a business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've, we've given people, we give people days, we give people time, we give people the kind of energy and the resource to be so much more flexible with their time, which I think is really important. But mm-hmm. to your point around co-working, I mean, I couldn't agree more. We, we, we sort of started this business not long before the pandemic kind of kicked off. And actually what we, what we sort of stumbled into were a lot of kind of, you know, neighborhood workspaces. And that's where we've grown a lot over the last couple of years. And we're one of the biggest operators, now in kind of you know the sort of the outer ring of uh, of london and mm-hmm. and actually we're in these kind of really nice hubs of um kind of you know local living and and it's because it's amazing it's absolutely amazing even today where actually you know what we there's a there's right now there's another work from home order happening in the UK and mm-hmm. lots of people are sort of gravitating back and it's pre Christmas and no one wants to get ill before Christmas. But our spaces are busy in these locations because people just need that it's become part of their lives, right? It's part, become oh, yeah. part of their local neighborhood to be able to, yeah, you can go to the shops, you can get your coffee, you can, you can take your kids to the park. But you know, what? I've also got a workspace that's five minutes from my home. Oh, and, totally. And especially it's, it's when become, like, like the in-laws are there. Yeah. 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 It's become like this kind of a part of the of the mix i suppose absolutely need and 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 that's been really satisfying to see and 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 obviously to deliver as well
0: yeah good on you um suburban and rural is where it's at people don't want to commute people need a place to go they don't want to go very far and yeah that's and we've been talking about that since like believe it or not 2013 yeah the first time juicy had a panel on suburban and rural
1: yeah well you you've always been at the forefront (laughs) this <laughs> but I, like I, I agree. Look, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think I think it's taken this to to shift working patterns and shift that sort of you know that presenteeism of of kind of you know central business districts and and actually give people that flexibility to go mm-hmm. and kind of work where they want to work. And you know, thankfully, over those over the, that last ten year period, you know, technology has advanced so much yeah. that we're able to work in in this kind of way. You know, take take aside the necessity of the last couple of years, but we're now able. Able to do this and and i think i think giving people that flexibility to kind of work in whatever environment suits them for the right time for the right type of work yes yeah, it's, it's it's crucial it's crucial it, like, it's also not to say that city centers are dead because i think they will you know we, we've sort of seen it this year they started to come back really strongly in the uk yeah. you know it obviously it's cyclical based on whatever variant is uh is is in fashion at the moment but you know they will come back and they will come back strongly but i think it's i think think it's variety that's key right it's it's the Mm -hmm. it's it's giving people the opportunity to do things differently Mm -hmm. Uh, for me that's that's kind of that's kind of the new world of work and 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 that's what gives you know everyone in flex a really exciting opportunity
0: yeah yeah in my co-working megatrends i start out with choice as the new black like people just have to work where they feel inspired where they are motivated and what works for them whatever that may be and um it seems like it's a variety of spaces. And there's also, you know, there are those people that are like, like my brother is a hardcore intro, introvert and he doesn't ever want to go back to the office, but he's that guy who can sit in a corner and code for eight hours a day happily. Yeah. Um, but the vast majority of people aren't like that. The vast majority of people need human interaction, they crave it. And, you know, having a home office is a privilege. And quite sure. frankly, I'm annoyed that companies, are now taking over part of your private personal space mm. that you pay for.
1: No, I agree. I agree, and that's become a, a huge shift. And you know, I feel to be honest, with you, I feel lucky that I've been able to get to the office and and have that flexibility. And yeah, I, I don't. I don't work the sort of the same way I did pre-COVID. But I have many friends uh, who who still haven't been back to the office since kind of mm-hmm. March 2020. I mean, it's like for me. I, I mean, I, I honest, honestly, I, I don't know how i would have coped if if that was the that was the case and maybe that's just me but i know i know those that are sort of have had like that glimmer of heading back for a little bit um and having that option to go in a couple of days a week that that balance seems to be what everyone's craving and and Mm -hmm. everyone's balance is different and everyone Mm -hmm. has different skills and everyone has different ways of working but but fundamentally it's kind of giving the employee the opportunity to 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 kind of create the right balance and you know obviously it can't be totally employee led because actually you know employers need to need to ensure that they're getting maximum kind of value out of their staff but but equally i think i think finding that balance is 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 the key, I suppose, to to, mm-hmm. to the next phase of, of kind of commercial real estate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of commercial real estate, what do you see? I'm particularly interested in the London market because it's such a dense market for co-working and flexible workspace and office space. What do you see? What are your thoughts on what London's going to look like in 2022?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, look, there's, you know, I think all crystal balls are out the window based on <laughs> COVID, but, but, I, but I do, I do think we've we've actually managed up until probably about two weeks ago we managed to find uh, a rhythm back in the uk Mm -hmm. probably since since summer and i think i think you know office occupancies were back to not quite pre-covid levels but but getting there i think there were you know certainly tuesday wednesdays thursdays in central london were busy again you know life seems to have sort of found its rhythm again people are back in and and I think you yeah, we've got a we've got a disruption now. And I think the next few months will be disrupted and, and truncated by all sorts of different, you know, variants and, and restrictions. But I think once the dust settles and we come back to, to warmer weather, I think we'll find that people are are kind of in that rhythm again, which is, you know. Varied hours in, in 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 terms of days that they're actually occupying the office, but there's an energy back in in central London again, and 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 central Leeds and central Manchester, that, mm-hmm. and, and and I know that there's there's a shift back in that direction. I th- for me the big shift really is that is that commercial real estate is really kind of it has been massively disrupted by this change in consumer demand, and actually where we where we were previously was. You know, here is your office. Here is your flex space. Here is here is your kind of corporate HQ. You must go there. You know, whether mm-hmm. it's four days or five days a week. And and now that shift is is meant that actually we're seeing a consumer driven approach. I think to, mm-hmm. to to commercial real estate. And and I think look, you know, maybe I'm talking up my own book and 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 my own uh, our industry that we share, but. But I think the way that flexible workspace is able to kind of navigate that is, is very well placed in truth because because actually it's it's consumer driven. It's focused on the demands of, of the end user. Uh, it's not about kind of, you know, bond like assets and driving very simple returns over a five, 10 year period. It's about it's about creating an experience that, that the end user wants and it's about mm. kind of offering people choice and and in, in certain cases kind of personalization and and giving giving actually that sort of I don't know. Tapping into the the reality of how people generally consume all their products, in truth, which is which is on demand, which is mm-hmm. personalized, which is you know now, mm-hmm. and it's not tying people into kind of you know long term kind of onerous deals that maybe they don't need. And let's be honest, you know, uh, where you know a few years ago, you and I would have both been talking about how you know, people don't want to sign up for long-term leases anymore because mm-hmm. they don't know where their business is going to be in two, five years' time. I mean, that it's not like that's shifted in the wrong direction. I mean, that's come totally even more short-term. People, Truth is, people don't know where they're going to be next month right now. I mean, it's so, so short-term. Totally. So that flexibility is just absolutely essential to the way we deliver uh, workspace.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I certainly don't hold up Adam Newman and WeWork as, you know... Who you should, you know, look to for the future anymore or ever. But Adam did get some things really, really right. And in 2012, you know, he was doing month to month. Everything was month to month. There was mm-hmm. no option for anything but month to month. Mm-hmm. And that was that was part of WeWork's success, is they were flexible before everybody else was.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we we could we could we could have a whole we could have a whole hour on, on that on, on Adam and, and on WeWork and um, but I agree with you. I think you know I think they open they open the eyes of of the wider world to the, mm-hmm. the benefits of flexibility and mm-hmm. and let's be honest, you know, as whatever you think of the situation, however much it kind of uh, it it went up in, in in flames at sort of at the IPA stage. Actually, they did a lot for for the industry, Absolutely. for consumer trends, for the way mm-hmm. people operate, for the way we brand real estate. You know, I think they, you know, I think he was in 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 some ways, he in many ways, he was a visionary and and was able to change the way we kind of operate a little bit. So yeah, yeah, I, I think there's there's as although there are many negatives from that story, there are there are some positives. Yeah, we can draw on.
0: for sure. Yeah, well, I'm a big big fan of giving credit where credits due.
1: For sure, Me too.
0: So, Johnny, how are you making sure personally and professionally that you haven't wasted this crisis and time we've had
1: yeah I, I i think i think what's been interesting is that you know i've been in the industry for a decade mm-hmm. but this this business space made sort of pretty much started well kind of december 19 so so just before the pandemic so what's been interesting is that the reason i started the business my old business was called headspace group which i sold in, in 2017 and that was very much along the kind of what I would call the more traditional lines of, mm-hmm. of co-working operator mm-hmm. which is kind of leasehold model you know the, the the values in that kind of rent arbitrage and and it was a great model but I could see that there was a shift in the way people were trying to operate space and and when I sold what I could see was that a lot of landlords were trying to tap into this market and and what what really where space made was born out was kind of out of that That concept really. So we, as a business, basically are are set up to operate kind of flexible space on behalf of landlords, and we do that through kind of management agreements and joint ventures, and basically in in like a very transparent partnership. Um, And and I think. what that really kind of has allowed us to do over the last two years is 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 see that, you know, firstly, there's a lot of landlords kind of scratching their heads going, how the hell do I navigate this market now? Mm-hmm. And actually, we've become a very credible option for them to come to and say, well, look, this is how we will help you deliver this. We build an individual brand for each of our spaces. So, so for us, this kind of crisis that came about actually meant that we became a solution for, you know, for the headache that a lot of landlords were, were working with. So, so we build these kind of very individual brands, these very individual um, products for each space. So it's mm-hmm. all totally personalized. That means that we can do stuff in, you know, in, in one suburb of London that is like very edgy, very trendy versus something that is in central London that is is kind of very polished and 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 much more corporate. So we build these individual brands and we help the landlords implement basically what is their business plan for that particular asset or portfolio. And mm-hmm. and I think, you know, I think we've, I think we've, in a, in a funny way, the tailwinds of of what's happened to the commercial real estate industry over the last couple of years have been really behind us because there's yeah. been that shift in that direction and every landlord has been questioning oh. how to deliver space now. And, and we are, you know, we are the sort of de facto landlord partner now in the UK. And oh, I, and I Johnny, think that, that's really helpful.
0: When I saw that, In 2019, I was like, so, so smart. Like, that was a great, like, bravo, good play, great timing, quite frankly. I know it probably doesn't feel like that, but you are 100% correct every landlord in the world is looking at co-working. And co-working or flexible or whatever you want to call it is going to be a part of every building going forward and in a lot of retro as well. And also, you know, every real estate company in the world has now got a consulting arm that does something very similar to what you're doing. I mean, they're behind the ball, you're ahead of it, but they are doing that as well. Like, Good for you. I love seeing somebody like sell their business and say, "Okay, well, what's next?" and then dive in again.
1: Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were probably stages in 2020, early on in that pandemic, where I was like, "Why am I?" Back oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you, I'm like, I don't regret it for a second because, firstly, it's such a fascinating, like, kind of industry to mm-hmm. be in, and, and, and the, you know, as 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 you'll know, as, you know, we we've, we've both been in this for a while, and this is this time feels just so like so interesting to be involved in this business and to be and to be part of of this shift. I've said
0: before it feels weird to say it, but like I'm really I'm excited I got to live through this time.
1: For sure. This is this is where, you know, these are where you you make these decisions and you make these kind of calls on your business. Uh, Mm -hmm. And actually this is where it becomes interesting. You know, you know, you don't want to, you know, running it's fine running a simple business in a simple time where you're trying to grow a business, you know, five percent a year, you Mm -hmm. know, like that's great, but like actually the big the big decisions are made in times like these and then exactly and the big plays are too yeah exactly i i think this is such an amazing time to be in business and and in this space and also i uh, i guess one of the main reasons i kind of came back into the industry is because is because it's just such a brilliant industry there's so many brilliant people in it and Mm -hmm. it almost seems kind of a bit corny to say it it's just just,
0: just like it's full
1: of great people that Mm -hmm. i i want to do business with again you know I want to be back in in meetings with these people. I yeah, want to be th- kind of meeting across various events around the world. You know, well, juicy events.
0: It just attracts it attracts people that want to help people. Yeah. And I think that's because I've thought about that a lot. Because I'm like, what is different about this industry? Because I've been in a couple other industries myself, and I'm with you. Like, this is, these are the people I want to work with. These are the people I want to be around. These are the people that inspire me. These are the people that are helping change the world. And I'm like, I love that. I don't want to be anywhere
1: else. I agree. I agree. It's, it's brilliant. You know, it's, it's got everything that you can want. And actually, you know, I love, I do love real estate. I do love the world of real estate. And frankly, it's what, it's kind of what I know, but there's something about this arm of real estate mm-hmm. that, you know, actually you're building brands, you're building businesses, operational mm-hmm. businesses. It's not like, you know, it's not like kind of capital allocation that you have in, in most kind of, you know, what you would call more traditional real estate mm-hmm. businesses and, and you're building genuine relationships because, because you're working with all sorts of, you know, it might be corporates, but you're working from with corporates down to freelancers down to kind of, you know, one man bands Mm. to, to all sorts of different operators. And and it's like, it's engaging in a way that actually I find really stimulating. And, and and I, I I don't, I've never had that in any other kind of any other sort of business that I've been involved with.
0: It's different. It's different. I can't. Yeah. It's hard to describe, but I think we both get it, and and I think everybody that's in it gets it, and that's why people like they come to Juicy and they're like, oh, this is it. I found it. I'm going in. Um, yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. Yeah. I tell you, because I I, cause I, came, I think you and I first met in must have been about 2015. I came to a Juicy mm-hmm. conference in L.A. And I remember, and that was sort of my first kind of exposure to the more sort of international side of 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 the kind of you know the co working world. And I met, the, I kind of joined Lexi off the back of that, and I, mm-hmm. I, I met a lot, of, I met a lot of really good friends in the industry that I, I still have through through to today. And and I, it's it was so amazing to witness how everyone's kind of fighting this fight almost and and working in the same way but in in every major city of the world and it was just it's just it's kind of really heartening and it and I, and I think it's um I think it's just amazing I really do I, I, I find it yeah, so inspiring yeah. to, to meet so many people doing very similar things and everyone does it in a slightly different way and everyone mm-hmm. does it in a slightly with a slightly different twist but there's so much scope and there's so much growth in this industry that actually it's it's great to to kind of see it happen and to work with people as well. And I think oh. actually there's there's very little you know holding your cards back and not communicating what you're well, doing. Everyone's yeah, very very no open. there's no
0: reason to because quite frankly, no one can handle the growth coming our way, which is something I've been saying on stage at Juicy since 2012. I was always yeah. like you know, these people are your collaborators not your competitors because no one is prepared for this growth. And that still holds true today. Like everybody sure listening to this, go start a co-working brand. It's fine. Yeah,
1: no, like, I know. Like We can handle it. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, Johnny, yeah. I
0: could talk to you all day, but that would probably not be good for your business. Um, <laughs> but this was so much fun. Thank you so much. It's so great to hear that you're doing so well and such a smart concept. And we are really looking forward to watching your journey and seeing you at the next Juicy UK.
1: Thank you so much, Liz. It's been really good to chat. And uh, yeah, I look forward to chatting again soon. I wish you a kind of uh, happy new year and hopefully 2022 is is the year we've all been longing for.
0: Oh, it is. It will be.
1: (laughs) Good. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks again for joining us for our fireside chat. We learned so much and we hope you did as well. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Yardy Cube. They have a flexible workspace technology solution called Yardy Cube with a K. Please check them out at yardycube.co.uk. Again, that's yardycube.co.uk. And it's Q with a K.